0: Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up, our top stories include Russian troops are on the move in Ukraine, Fed officials debate the size of their next rate increase, and viewers give the Olympics the cold shoulder. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. S&P 500 futures are down a half a percent, NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by one percent, and Dow futures, they're off two-tenths of a percent. Oil trades at just under $98 a barrel. The 10 year U.S. Treasury is 1.95%. The dollar is weaker versus the euro, but st- slightly stronger against the Japanese yen and the British pound. Bitcoin is $38,000, while gold trades at $1,897 an ounce. At midday in Europe, the stock's Europe 600 index is down three tenths of a percent. In Asia, Japan's Nikkei 225 dropped nearly 2%. Stocks making moves before the bell include The Home Depot. Shares are up nine-tenths of a percent. After reporting fiscal fourth quarter profit and sales that rose above expectations, it also announced a 15% increase in its dividend. SoFi Technologies is buying the banking software maker Technicis for over a billion dollars. The shares of SoFi are down 2%. Shares of energy companies are higher, with ExxonMobil up more than 2.5%, Chevron is up 2%, ConocoPhillips is gaining more than 3%, and LNG producer Chenier Energy is up more than 8%. Shares of Unisys are down more than 4% after reporting revenue growth, but a net loss from continuing operations. Shares of Houghton Mifflin Harcourt are rallying more than 10 percent after the company said it has agreed to be acquired by Veritas Capital in a deal with an implied equity value of nearly $3 billion. Macy's reported fiscal fourth quarter earnings and sales that outpaced analyst estimates. The retailer also approved a new $2 billion share buyback program also rejecting calls from the activist investor Jana Partners for it to split its e-commerce operations from its stores. Shares of Tegna are up 5% following reports that the television broadcaster is in advanced discussions with Standard General, one of its largest shareholders, about a potential buyout. Shares of Volkswagen are up nearly 10% after reports that it is looking into a potential listing of its sports car maker Porsche in an initial public offering. Coming up, Agilent Technologies, Cadence Design Systems, Centerpoint Energy, Expeditors International of Washington, Medtronic, Palo Alto Networks, public storage, and realty income release earnings. The S&P K. Schiller 20 City Home Price Index for December is scheduled for release. IHS Market releases its Manufacturing and Services Purchasing Managers Indexes for February, and the Conference Board releases its Consumer Confidence Index for February now our top stories russian president vladimir putin has ordered russian troops into ukraine after recognizing two moscow-backed separatist regions in choreographed televised events the russian president moved towards formally acknowledging the sovereignty of the rebel enclaves in a unilateral attempt to redraw ukraine's borders the Kremlin said that Putin told Olaf Scholz, Germany's chancellor, and Emmanuel Macron, the French president, that he is intending to sign a decree on recognition, quote, in the near future. Russian stocks slumped nearly 15%. President Joe Biden also signed an executive order restricting American business in Ukraine's breakaway regions. Germany said it will halt authorization of the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline over Russia's actions in Ukraine. French air carrier Air France said that it has canceled flights between Paris and Kiev. Deutsche Lufthansa is halting flights to the city of Kiev and Odessa in Ukraine until the end of February. Federal Reserve Governor Michelle Bowman said Monday that she was open to lifting interest rates by more than the traditional quarter point at the central bank's next meeting in March. Bowman's comments came after several officials on Friday pushed back against the idea of a half-point increase in the Fed's benchmark short-term interest rate. The bank is almost certain to start lifting interest rates at its March 15th and 16th meeting, with most officials who have expressed views backing a quarter-point increase. Any increase next month would be the first since 2018. Economists at JPMorgan Chase said the Federal Reserve would likely raise interest rates by 25 basis points at each of the future policy meetings until March of 2023. That would mean nine consecutive rate increases to 2.25% by March of next year. And the Beijing Winter Olympic Games drew the smallest average U.S. primetime audience ever recorded for the Olympics since NBC Universal began broadcasting the event decades ago. In other news, Germany's producer prices skyrocketed 25% in January in the sharpest annual growth on record. Investors have pulled nearly $160 billion from money market funds and $17.5 billion from bond mutual funds and exchange-traded funds in the first seven weeks of the year. The drawdowns are already on pace to be the biggest in at least seven years. Heavy tugboats reach the Felicity Ace, a merchant ship with a hold full of German luxury cars that has been drifting ablaze in the Atlantic for nearly a week. But bad weather delayed the arrival of other ships needed to steady the vessel and stop the blaze. The intensity of the fire has weakened, but the ship is still burning and too hot to board. The fire also seemed to have spread inside the ship to below sea level. Northern Europe has been battered by its third major storm in five days with heavy rains and high winds killing at least two more people, disrupting travel and prompting hundreds of flood alerts across a region still recovering from last week's hurricane force winds. Tens of thousands of container loads of cargo that would normally move on railroads is being hauled on American roads as companies look to detour around supply chain bottlenecks. U.S. intermodal transports, in which railroads carry containers and truck trailers, were down nearly 12 percent in the first six weeks of this year from a year ago. That's according to the Association of American Railroads. Canada has extended the use of the special emergency powers invoked last week by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to block protests which had paralyzed the capital and disrupted cross-border trade. Carl Icahn has launched a proxy fight for two board seats at McDonald's as the investor pushes the fast food chain to require its suppliers to change their treatment of pigs. HSBC's profit surged, but the bank took a hit from China property investments. HSBC reported its highest annual net profit since 2018. The bank also said rising interest rates were likely to boost future returns. Marathon Petroleum said it has extinguished a fire at its Garyville refinery in Louisiana. The incident could threaten to reduce fuel supplies and raise pump prices. More than 10 percent of the refining capacity in the region is already idle for repairs and other maintenance work. UK logistics retailer Clipper Logistics said Monday it has agreed to a possible takeover by U.S.-based GXO Logistics in a deal valuing the company at more than a billion dollars. Temper sealy raised its dividend 11 percent, and KBR increased its dividend 9 percent. AT&T is about to end 3G service. The wireless carrier will shut down its 3G network, which means multiple older smartphones and countless other devices will no longer work. And more than 400 family dollar stores have been closed after the FDA discovered at least a thousand dead rats and birds at an Arkansas distribution center after a whistleblower shared video of the infestation, including one employee feeding the rodents. And an oceanfront estate in the exclusive Malibu enclave of Paradise Cove is coming on the market for $125 million. The roughly six and a half acre property is located in a gated community of about 10 estates. It has direct beach access with roughly 340 feet of ocean frontage. The sellers are British video game designer Jonathan Burton and his ex-wife Helen Musk. The couple bought the property for $36.5 million in 2012 from the estate of Max Palevsky, a computer technology pioneer. And an October study from the Barner Group, which studies faith in the United States, found that nearly 40% of pastors were seriously considering leaving full time ministry. That's up from about 30% in January of 2021. Among pastors aged 45 and younger, nearly half were considering quitting. At 7 a.m., SP 500 futures are down a half a percent, NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by 1%, and Dow futures, they're off two tenths of a percent. Oil trades at just under $98 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.95%. The dollar is weaker versus the euro, but slightly stronger versus the Japanese yen and the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $38,000, and gold is $1,897 an ounce. Coming up. Agilent Technologies, Cadence Design Systems, Centerpoint Energy, Expeditors International of Washington, Medtronic, Palo Alto Networks, Public Storage, and Realty Income all release results. The S&P K-Shiller's 20-city home price index for December is also scheduled for release, as is IHS Markets' Manufacturing and Services Purchasing Managers Indexes for February. And the Conference Board releases its Consumer Confidence Index for February. Thanks for listening, and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.